are on an NXT podcast. <laughs> I've not heard the, how we start the show, apparently. Really? I start yeah, the show the same way every time. Well, I can't help it. <laughs> hey, everyone, and welcome to another episode of What's Wrong with hey, the everyone, WWE. Welcome to another episode of What's Wrong with NXT. I'm Andrew Pisano, along with the only person that thinks Nia Jax and Tamina Snuka are the hottest chicks in the universe, Josh Reese. I did not. Mindy Kaling is probably the hottest chick in the universe. Oh, my God. But I did not say that Tamina and Nia Jax were the hottest. I did, however, say they were very attractive. But Mindy is hotter than both of them? Mindy Kaling is amazing. Yeah, she's very hot. See, I'd rather, I'd, I'd choose Nia Jax and Tamina over her. Well, yeah, I mean they're they're all up there, but you know if you had to choose one to to spend a night of passion with, it'd probably be Mindy Kaling. How is she hot? I have a thing for Indian girls, I guess. You do? I do. Wait. I do. So, what other Indian girls are hot? Right, I don't know them by name. I just see them from afar, and I go, "That lady, she's." So, a do you like watch a lot of? Mama. Do you watch a lot of Bollywood movies? I do. Mm-hmm. I like the little belly dancers. Oh, yeah. Very cute. You do? Really? Yeah. <laughs> Big Slumdog Millionaire guy. Okay. Yeah. If I could choose a place to live on this earth, it would probably be Pakistan. I feel like that's where my Okay, that's not Indians, you dummy. But there's Pakistanis, Indians, they're all about the same. <laughs> no, they're not. Don't tell that to them. <laughs> they hate each other. Cuteness-wise, they're like they're the same. It's like saying someone Mexican and and Puerto Rican. Yeah, they're not the same, but cuteness-wise, they're all brown. Actually, well, I'm actually look, I'm not trying to Your 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 fiance, when I first saw her, I thought that she was Hispanic. But turns out she's Chilean. She's Peruvian, and she oh, is that is Hispanic, exactly. you dummy. I'm, no, I, I meant I thought you she thought, was Mexican. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I was like... You don't even... This guy's Mexican, and he doesn't even know the difference between Hispanic and Mexican? Shut up. You know what I meant. Did I? I did. Chilean. You did. I thought she was from Chile. No, no, Peru. It's, cl- it's close. It is it's the close. same thing. Yeah. But country over. No, so like, actually, I, I would tell you, I would say that... Indian girls and Pakistani girls are very different. Because actually, I think I think like you know Pakistani girls can be very attractive, but I've but not like I've I'm not I've rarely been attracted to like an Indian girl. Really? Yeah. And they're all like super smart too. I've never met a dumb Indian or Pakistani girl. That's for one thing. Mindy McKailing. I bet you she probably has a PhD. In what? In being amazing. So let me ask you this. Go ahead. Tell me a woman, a famous woman that you don't think is attractive. That I don't think is attractive. That you know that everyone else thinks is attractive. No, just anyone. Uh, I'm not. A, I don't like Sarah Jessica Parker. Well, everyone doesn't like Sarah. Uh, well, Jessica you told Parker. me to tell you one. All right, so give me another one. Uh, Courtney Cox. We'll just go the whole Friends cast. I think all like those... even when she was young. Yeah, no, not a Courtney Cox guy, and especially that that blonde chick. I did not like her at all. Jennifer Aniston. No, Jennifer. Oh, Lisa no, Kudrow. Yeah, Lisa Kudrow. Yeah, no. Yeah, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, yeah, she's aight. She's aight. She's aight. She's aight. When she was younger, she was like the. She was. She was like the one. Oh yeah, she was super aight back then. <laughs> All right. Oh wait, and you said you're not a big fan of Oscar either, right? No. No, I'm not a big fan of Asian ladies. So you'd Although rather, I've always wanted to date You'd Asian rather have ladies. like a seven-foot exactly. Nia Jax on top of you, <laughs> squishing you? seven feet tall. She would crush you. She would not. She would. I dated taller women. It's not that bad. It's pretty fun. 
I wonder what Os- what what Nia Jax weighs. I don't think she weighs even. She probably weighs two eighty. Uh, how I wonder how tall she is. Too. Six feet. No, then she's bigger than two eighty. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a solid two eighty five. No, she's she's got to weigh more than that. I don't know. I think it might be somewhere around there. I've been two eighty. That's bigger than two eighty. Yeah, but it's different for girls. I mean, like most of it, they carry in their boobs. Yeah, but we're the same height. Hmm. And she's, you know, what's weird about about Nia Jax is she's so big and she's fat, but she has no butt. She's so fat and she has no ass. She does not have that an ass. That is really weird I wish to be that her... big, but no ass. Like, that's like my fat goes to my stomach and my ass. Yeah, me too. I, I wish they would let Nia Jax wear more revealing clothes. No! What? No! Yeah. No! I, I don't like that they cover all that up. Oh, I oh please. The only thing they don't cover up is her face, because her face is okay, but... She has a very beautiful face. And a beautiful body. You like to see, like, her stomach... Yeah, dude, I her stomach's bigger than yours. No, yes, she's a beautiful lady. Okay, you can see inner beauty, I guess, more than I can. I see outer beauty. Uh, okay, so, so tell me some chicks that you think are hot. You know who I think's hot? Oscar uh, and well, yeah, I mean, like Oscar's like, eight. She's Sasha all right. Banks is you know my fave. Sasha Banks is, is is just fine. She's all right. And Paige and Lana. Paige is great. I'm not a big Lana truther. You're no. stupid. But I mean, I, we're we're both good. She's on, like a uh, Barbie doll. Yeah, she's, I, she's way too much for me. See, see, like, see, like maybe I find attraction by like girls that I think I can get because I don't try to like put myself out there. Like, <laughs> you know, like oh my god, Lana's so hot. I can never get a girl like that. Dude, Rusev got her. Rusev's yeah, not a good looking wow. guy. How the hell did he not, how'd he land that? Hmm. His amazing personality, I guess. He must be very funny. Machka. Machka. That's why. That's how he did yeah. it. He just machka her. And well, she... per Roman Reigns, he just ordered her online. So I need to start looking at some Russian mail order bride sites. Apparently. Yep. Hmm. You know she goes by CJ Perry. Like no, they call her Lana on the Total Divas show, but she doesn't have her accent on the reality show because it's real. Well, she doesn't really have a Russian accent to begin with. No, but <laughs> yeah. Anyways, so NXT. Oh, we're going to talk about NXT? We can just talk about women we think are attractive this whole podcast. Yeah, Why we've not? Been, we've been doing it for about six minutes now, I think. Oh, you're counting, are we? Yeah. Okay. So, NXT starts with the return of Gargano and Ciampa, a.k.a. DIY now is their new team name. So they have a home improvement site coming up or something like that? Do it yourself. Right. That is awful. I yeah. thought they were going to get a real tag team name. Yeah. That is not a... Have, have you ever heard of a tag team kind of like that? Like, no. Like, we're the guys that get it done tag team. We're the getter duns. No, no, I don't know. I don't even know what that's supposed to mean. Like, haven't they always been doing it themselves? Do it yourself? Do you like to do it yourself? Like, who are they throwing a shot at? Is Are they throwing a shot at Kevin Owens because he didn't yes, do it himself? That's, that's exactly, is that exactly what that's it was? That's exactly what it is. It's throwing a shot at Kevin Owens. Throwing middle finger up to Triple H? <laughs> so anyways, it's Gargano and Ciampa. I'm not going to call them DIY because that's lame. Yeah, and they're cooler than that. Versus Ho-Ho Loon and Tien Bing, if I'm pronouncing them wrong. I apologize to them, I guess. But anyways, if it's... If they can understand the podcast. Right. Well, that was racist. It, well, 
but it was true. I mean, they don't speak English, right? I don't think they do. I don't think so. So anyways, yeah, it's another tag team classic match. It's round one of the Dusty Rhodes Classic. And um, Tian Bing is the first Chinese superstar signed by WWE, which they made a big deal about a few months ago. Yeah, I remember when John Cena went over and did all that stuff. They yeah, and he, and he, the and he, in there. And he spoke in Mandarin. Yeah, and then, and then they announced PPTV. <laughs> you can watch WWE on PPTV. Okay, now that's wow. racist. <laughs> wow. Uh, and then Bing is the one who fought Bo Dallas a few months ago overseas. Like, they hyped this huge match. Like, <laughs> Bing versus Bo. Oh, my God. Wow. That must have been an amazing match. Holy crap. I kind of... I didn't think that they would... I, f- I figured that Bing would spend more time like in NXT Live before he actually made it up to the. I guess this, <sighs> would you call this the main roster? The main of roster NXT? of NXT. Yeah. I guess yeah. And really, it's one match, and I don't know how long he's been a wrestler in China. Maybe he's true. Okay, you yeah. Know, just like Nakamura. I doubt they just signed like one guy off the street. Like anybody that wants to be on NXT, come on. Well, down. remember they signed him because he was like the most famous guy in China. So I assume. Mm. Okay. I assume he's been around there for a while. Then they signed like twelve other Chinese guys to developmental contracts. Oh, okay, so he must have been like the one that was most ready. He was like their Nakamura. He sure didn't look like it. <laughs> you know what I mean. Like, I got he's you. like Chi- the China's yes. Nakamura. So, anyways, it was great seeing Gargano and Ciampa again. They were awesome in the ring as usual, and of course, they got the win. So they're going to face the revival in the next round. Like I Drama. thought, I, I originally thought this would be like the final match, like for the the uh, tag team classic. But well, this is what I'm I guess thinking. it's cooler to do it earlier. I, I'm kind of thinking so that it's not that obvious. Whoever wins this match will be the be, between Gargano and uh, the Revival is going to be the team that beats the Authors of Pain. Are they on the other side? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. I mean, that has to be, right? Uh, yeah, probably. Because the Authors of Pain cannot win this at all. If they win this, I will quit. I will I will drop what my... What side is Sanity on, though? Yeah, but they they would beat Sanity. If, if they were on the same side as Sanity, they would roll through. See, I feel like Sanity is going to lose by disqualification, and the Authors of Pain are just going to get, like, counted out. Like, that's how they'll lose. Because you can't bury the... You can't let the Authors of Pain get pinned. Because they're too strong. Like that's how that's how they built Rusev for like over a year. Oh, he's undefeated. Well, no, he's just never been pinned. Like Rusev, when he was quote unquote undefeated, as WB like to say, he wasn't undefeated, but he just wasn't pinned or submitted. But he lost by DQ numerous times. He lost by count out sometimes. Oh, so okay. yeah. Wait, wait. Does that mean that Goldberg isn't one hundred? Isn't one is isn't one hundred and sixty one and O? Well, not anymore. He's he lost like that's what he was when he fought Hogan for the title in WCW and won. But then he lost matches after that. Oh, so you think he's been undefeated his whole career? Well, yeah. Well, I'm, come on. I'm, I'm, I'm how did he win the WWE fan. title? And then how did he win the WCW title? How did he lose that? And I, then he won the WWE title. How did he lose that title? I kind of figured he just vacated him or something like no. that. No. No, he's lost matches. I thought that was his whole gimmick, is that he was undefeated forever. Well, he was undefeated for a long time, 
And then they finally let him lose in WCW. And then when he came to WWE, his first match was against Triple H in an Elimination Chamber. Or no, actually, no, his first match was against The Rock, and he beat The Rock. Hmm. Then he was in the Elimination Chamber, and he lost to Triple H. But then he beat Triple H the next month. But then, like, Triple H beat him back for it, like, like not too long after. Like, he wasn't the champion for long. And then he was gone. Then he beat Lesnar, and then he left, yeah. Hmm. Wow, that was a quick run. But no, he was yeah, like he was 160 something and 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 oh when he fought Hogan for the title and won. But he really he really didn't have that many matches. He didn't like have 160 matches, you know. Okay, but he didn't get like losses along the way, like the DQs or anything. No, 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 no. So he was actually un quote unquote undefeated. He was yeah, okay. but he was it was like. He was Ryback before Ryback. Like, he was just fighting jobbers every week. Like, right when they first brought up Ryback, mm. and he was just fighting, like, no-name guys like Braun Strowman and Nia Jax was recently. Mm. Like, that's what Goldberg was doing for a long time. Yeah, what happened to Nia Jax? That's a random aside. Because Goldberg had the look, but, you know... um, not really awful. the acting or the wrestling. Bad wrestler. So they were like, okay, all of Goldberg's matches in WCW were like literally 30 seconds. Yeah, like the match would start. The, hammer, right? the match would start. He would spear the guy and jackhammer him and then leave super fast. And it made the crowd go crazy because he could do those two moves really well. And he would just he would come out, beat the guy in 30 seconds, and then leave immediately. And like it made the crowd want more of him. Hmm. Oh, what, while we're on the subject of spears, I don't know if you saw this, but they also had a very good spear in this match. Oh, saw, oh, yeah. You saw Gargano. Gargano, with I love his spear. I love his spear. It's amazing how he does it through the ropes. Yes, that is so cool. It's so much better than Roman Reigns. Looks Rains. like a human torpedo when he's yeah, yeah. Shoo. It's really nice. Yeah, very cool. So who do you who do you think wins between Gargano and Ciampa and or the Revival? Who do you think wins? Man. You you remember back in the day when uh, when Nakamura and uh, and Balor had that the whole episode was that match, yeah. right? I feel like they should have a whole episode where it's just <laughs> Gargano versus the Revival. Yeah, fifty minutes of that that would be amazing. And I man, I want to give it to Gargano and Ciampa, but I feel like the Revival is just going to fuck with him and you know pull a bad guy bad guy move. See, I was uh, see. Yeah, like it, it would make sense for Gargano and Ciampa to win, but it's the quarterfinals. Yeah, like that's too early to knock out the tag team champions, you know. But I mean, technically, this means nothing since they are the champions already. It's true, it means nothing. Yes, but I don't know. But still, it means something. Yeah, you can't have the champs get knocked out in the second round. I don't know. I'm thinking that maybe they're just like. They'll just be like at the end of at the end of the match before they get pinned. Like you know what? Screw this. We don't need this anymore. Those maybe they'll get counted out. <laughs> Everyone's just gonna get counted out. <laughs> maybe I don't know. But you're I right. guess it I would guess be weird for them. To it would lose. be weird, but but I but they have guess. to. But the Champa, Champa and Gargano have to win, right? I don't I know. Mean, because this whole That's feud tough. is based on them winning. It kind of is, yeah. I don't know. Send in your suggestions. <laughs> I guess I'll take Gargano and Ciampa. I just, I just yeah, feel out? like, marks. I just feel like it's early for the revival to lose that, yeah, like I, in the second round. I don't understand why they didn't make this like a third round matchup or a finals matchup or something like that. Yeah. there's no way they were like when they were putting this together, like, oh snap, 
we schedule these guys to where they're going to win this, and you know they're going to be matched up in the second round. How do we fix this? No, I don't think they did that. <laughs> There's no way they made that this mistake. This is awful. There's, if that's really true, then WWE is more fucked up than right? we thought. Then they're like even more idiots. So, anyways, next up we go backstage, and Kota uh, um, Abushi. Abushi is asked why he chose TJ Perkins to replace the injured Hideo Itami as his tag team partner, and Kota says he 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 touches his stomach and he says respect. Where is that? Where respect lies in your stomach? Maybe he like. Puts his hand over his stomach. Like, over your heart would mean, like, respect. But he puts it over his stomach. He's like, respect. Maybe his anatomy is weird and his heart's in his stomach. Oh, so you're or being racist now? Is. Like, no, that's where Japanese wrestlers' hearts Japanese, are? Japanese wrestlers. Maybe him personally, his anatomy is screwed up. So that was bad, just that he said respect and that was it. And then Perkins makes it worse by saying that Kota Obushi in school would be in the kids' table five times. What the fuck does that mean? The cool kids' table. The Yeah, the cool kids' table five times over. What? What the hell are you talking about, Perkins? Why are you here? You're on Raw. Why are you on NXT all of a sudden? Well... Why did you get demoted? <laughs> well, like all CWC people, they did... Yeah, we might see Brian... Brian uh, what's his name? Brian... Uh, Kendrick. Brian Kendrick next week somewhere. I would prefer the NXT. Cruiserweight Championships on NXT over Raw. It doesn't fit. Yeah. It really does no, not fit. No, it does not fit. It, it, Square yeah. peg and round hole type of thing. Yeah. Or why not just make them their own show? Well, on the network, sure. Yeah, why not just keep it the cruiserweight? Classic? Yeah, just leave it on where the network. That's, that's where I would prefer it. Leave it on the network. If you want to watch that shit, get the network. Because I'm not a fan of it. No, like I'd be a fan of it if they let Neville be the freaking champion. Because Neville can actually like wrestle without just flipping like an idiot yeah. the whole time. I mean, well, I'm a fan of uh, some of the wrestlers. Yeah. Some of them are pretty good, but I'm not a fan of some of the stupid shit that they do. And you know it drives me nuts for fucking shaking hand stuff. I know. And like in the middle me of the too. match when even when a bad guy does something cool and the yes. other guy's like, yeah, that was awesome, bro. And they're like, well, like high five and hug and fucking make out in the middle of a ring. How many times has Brian... In Ken- the middle of a match! How many times has Brian Kendrick assaulted TJ Perkins and they still have to shake hands before the match? <laughs> Like right, and he still goes for it. And the ref is like, shake hands, or like, I'm calling off the match. I like the ref is like, I will call off this match if you don't shake hands. I'm Those gonna go tell Vince McMahon. Yeah, you're not shaking hands. Vince comes out, shake hands, damn it. That would be amazing. And then kiss my ass, <laughs> Brian Kendrick. That would no, seriously, that would be amazing. Like, no, I'm not shaking his hands. And next thing you know, you hear, hey, uh, no, what's Vince McMahon's song? No chance. No That's chance. What you, yeah. <laughs> It comes out, shake hands, <laughs> god damn it. Yeah. Could you imagine like great. seeing Seth Rollins and Kevin Owens having to shake hands before their match? Right. That would just be so shitty. Charlotte and Salsha. 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 <laughs> Ooh, salsa. So anyways, back to the shitty promo. Perkins then oh. asks Coda. Oh yeah, it gets worse. What his rating is. He's like, what's your rating, 94, 95? And then Coda says, 99. And then Perkins is like, oh, come on, man. <laughs> and then they walk away. Sigh. What's the opposite of organic? Because that's what this segment was. <laughs> I don't it was know. so forced and horrible. Yeah, it was, it was just bad. 
So then uh, we have another backstage interview, this time with Samoa Joe, and he is asked about his thought process when he teased attacking Nakamura last week, but then he didn't. And Joe says, I wasn't going to attack him. I'm playing mind games with him. Oh, Oh, the mind games. And then he says, now Nakamura has to look over his shoulder wherever he goes because at any moment he could attack him. Yes, if there's anything we've learned about Nakamura, that's exactly what's happening. Oh, yeah. He's scared shitless. He is. He goes to the bathroom and still has to look over his shoulder. (laughs) That's right. That's right. Uh, So, next up, our next match is Aaliyah versus Billy Kay with Peyton Royce in Billy's Corner. Didn't we see this match like a month ago? Probably. Maybe it was with Peyton Royce. No. I remember Aaliyah versus Billy Kay. Maybe it was like two months ago, but it was not too long ago. Well, Peyton Royce just fought someone recently. Yeah, that but looked not like her. Aaliyah. Yeah, but they have a couple girls that kind of look alike. Yeah. So, anyways, Liv, Liv Morgan runs out to attack Peyton Royce, which distracts Billy Kay, which allows Aaliyah to roll her up and get the victory. Oh no! Yeah, a meaningless victory. Right, but then Liv gets in the ring and attacks Billy Kay. All four women end up getting in the ring and brawling, but the bad girls stand tall at the end. Oh. So really, even though Billy Kay lost, they immediately made up for it and had them beat up the two good girls. I don't really understand this, but sure, whatever. I'm sure the writing makes sense. Well, it's, sure it's the storyline is, oh my gosh, it. Liv Morgan cost Billy Kay a match, but clearly Billy Kay is still more dominant. Like her and Peyton Royce are still more dominant because they beat them up after the match. So is this going to be a t- women's tag team? Yeah, probably. It seems like they're going in that direction. No! No! Yeah. The funny thing is, is Liv Morgan and Aaliyah are better wrestlers than Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, <laughs> yes. yet they're pushing Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. <laughs> well, they're but like, more attractive. But Liv, I don't know. I, I'm more, well, no, okay, Peyton Royce I'm, a, I'm very attracted mm-hmm. to. Like, if I had to go in order... Ooh. Yeah, there's four of them. Rank them. Go ahead. All right, I will. Peyton Royce. Sure. Aaliyah. Mm. No, this is mine. Let okay. me do mine. Okay. okay, go ahead. Peyton Royce, Aaliyah, Liv Morgan, and then Billy Kay. I've got Peyton Royce, Billy Kay, Liv Morgan, and then Aaliyah. What? What? You don't like Aaliyah? I- I'm a big fan of accents. So, yes. Yeah, so yeah but you said you didn't like Liv Morgan. Yeah, that's why she's number three. But you like her more than Aaliyah. Yeah. Dude, when Aaliyah comes out, she has the cat. She, like, she has the cat ears. and she, not for me. Dude, her outfit. Okay, but person. You, her body's really hot. Yeah, she has a good body, sure. With that outfit she had on? Yeah. Why? You consider yourself the cat of the relationship? <laughs> I'm a pussy cat. Yo, you're a pussy, all right. So, no. Whoa. I'm going to tell Donald Trump on you. Oh, you're such a pussy that Donald Trump Whoa. would... He would grab you. Whoa. Whoa. This is going to have to be censored. Oh, really? I've said much worse on this <laughs> podcast. When, when, when you do the podcast at the end, is there like a button where you have to click like explicit language? No. Okay, because like for like the CBS podcast that we do, there's a button that says explicit language. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I've never. We don't use it because yeah, you don't use it. Station, yeah, but I didn't know if there was a button you had to specifically push. You can if you want. Well, no, it's not a button you could push, but you could you could put it on iTunes and say like, "Oh, this is an explicit podcast." Mm. But I don't. I mean, I don't. I think it would be cooler. 
I guess. Maybe. I don't know if it makes much of a difference. It's kind of funny because Stone Cold has two podcasts. One of them is a PG version, and one of them is an explicit version. Is there a difference? Well, yeah. One he curses, one he doesn't curse. Oh, okay. That's the (laughs) difference. (laughs) Yeah. What does a Stone Cold curse word sound like? Does he say, like, fuck? Oh, fuck me. (laughs) He really says that. Son of a bitch. No, you know, it's just whatever. So next up we have... Uh, Ty Dillinger versus Noah. Oh God, I forgot to say his name. Poges, Pachis, Pachis, Pachis. I don't know. Who knows? No. Anyways, PTJ. It doesn't matter because Dillinger wins with the tiebreaker pretty easily, and then he gets on the stage and he says he's focused on Bobby Roode. Well, out comes Mr. Rude. Right, who attacks... you say his name and he appears. That's right. He's just like Beetlejuice. Ooh. So he attacks Dillinger from behind and finishes him off with a glorious DDT on the stage. And this week, Tom Phillips reminded me of what that DDT was called. Oh, what did he say? Uh, an implant DDT. Oh, I thought he That's was just saying called. a planted DDT. No, like it's he implant. His head on the, okay. Once he said it, I remembered it. Uh, but yeah, it's okay. implant DDT. But I just like to call call it the glorious. And you know, DDT. They st- yeah, they still didn't name it. How is it not called the glorious DDT or, or something, anything like that? You, you know, should tweet Bobby Roode. I should. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because didn't they call it, or or did we think or did we say it should be called when he had his full Nelson slam finisher that it should have been called the glorious bomb? I think we said it should have been the glorious bomb. Right. Yeah, I mean that was just too obvious. I mean, he, he might as well do well, a power every, bomb. Everything, everything he does should be glorious. Yeah, the glorious elbow, right? The glorious big boots, whatever. Yeah. Why, why haven't they thought about this? Why are we thinking about this for them? Yeah, they're stupid. I mean, it's so yes. simple. Like his finisher should be a power bomb, and it should be called the glorious bomb. Yes, it's that simple. And then you're also you're also kind of making it like an inside joke with all the fans on Twitter that have been that have been loving the glorious bombs mm-hmm. that Gargano and Ciampa are doing. Like it's it's a cool name, and then it's also an inside joke for all the fans on Twitter that love those glorious bombs, like us. No, but they don't pay that stuff off, Andrew. They don't like their fans. Clearly, <laughs> clearly, yes. You must be new to this. <laughs> yeah, right. So then uh, we go backstage, and it's kind of funny because. They didn't say who they were. They were like, oh, Eric and Shane are interviewed about facing Austin Aries and Roderick Strong in the quarterfinals of the Dusty Rhodes Classic. And I ha- it took me like, it's funny because it's TM61, mm-hmm. but it took me like 30 seconds to realize who, are these people? who the fuck are these guys. And I was like, <laughs> I think they're TM61. But like, and they're good in the ring, but they're such nobodies on the mic mm-hmm. that like... You don't recognize them unless you see them come out like as TM61. I was like, I think it's TM61, but I'm not sure. They were super duper vanilla too. Yeah, and then and then oh, after boy. their promo, Tom Phillips was like, "Oh, TM61." I was like, "Oh, of course." Oh, thanks, Tom. But they cut a corny promo, and they're like, "Oh, you know, we've been a tag team for a long time, so we trust each other." And then he's trust like, "Trust fall, trust fall." Oh my gosh! Stop it! That was awful. That was very awful. Yeah. Very, very awful. But you know. But remember, don't blame TM61. Blame the writers. Yeah. Blame the writing staff. It must be just one guy who's overworked. Yeah. And he's just writing a bunch of shitty stuff because he has to write like so much shit every single day. <sighs> no, I, I think they let on NXT. I think they let for the most part them like they like them do their own thing on promos. 
You think so? Like, obviously, they're taught how to cut a promo, but then when it's time to do it, it's up to you to, like, like the trust fall was their idea, I guarantee you. Well, that was a bad move. <laughs> oh, clearly. <laughs> so next up, we have Asuka taking on Thea Trinidad. And have you heard of her? I've not. So I have. I legit got excited when I saw her because I first saw her on Twitter when I started this podcast and I just started adding like every wrestler like and she was obviously one of them. But she's an indie wrestler and I, I think she had like some time with TNA as well. But um, but I like I think I originally noticed her on Twitter like after all everything I've added and she tweets a lot. So I'll see it sometimes. But it's because she's pretty freaking hot. You gotta no. You gotta you gotta see. I just think her outfit that she wore was a little weird for that match. But she did look strange. She looked. I don't know if they were trying to make her look ghetto or something like that. I guess. But no. You. I'll show you some pictures of her after this. Just okay. remind me because they're very nice. They are very nice. So I was excited to see her. Um, and she's she like also posts videos on Twitter and you know she's kind of she seems cool. Okay. So I hope they sign her eventually. The the most interesting thing about her is. Her dad died on nine eleven. Like he was, he oh, was Jesus. working in he was working in the towers, and he was a huge wrestling fan. And she became a wrestler, like because her dad was a wrestling fan, Aww. and like he made her a wrestling fan too. That so is sweet, yeah, it was pretty cool. So and awful, that's tragic. Yeah, it is. But obviously, they didn't let her do much in this match since she has to job to Oscar. But it was still, it was still cool seeing her. For me, I was like, "Holy shit!" Like I don't, I had no idea. Well, it wasn't as quick as Liv Morgan, so you might, that's true. I guess, hashtag progress. That's yeah, I guess so. Yeah, <laughs> uh, give Thea a chance. So obviously, Oscar wins. Then William Regal comes out after the match and says he scoured the earth for her opponent at Takeover Toronto, and then he, uh, and then he says she will be facing. This lady, and he points to the Titantron, and of course it's Mickey James. I mean, we already knew this, but I guess this was filmed before it was announced. Maybe so, like the crowd, because the crowd sure was surprised. Yeah. So this must have been filmed like three weeks ago. You know, like maybe. So Mickey James on the Titantron, and she's just like, I don't know where the hell she's supposed to be in her backyard, probably. I guess it so. It looked like she was anywhere very special. She yeah. was at a botanical gardens, maybe? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> there was just like a beautiful garden behind her. <laughs> Where is that? It's uh, beer gardens or whatever. Yeah. Uh, that's stupid. So Mickey cuts a decent promo, and she tells Asuka that she's coming for NXT Championship. And then she says, the one bad thing she says was, Mr. Regal, you better call the UN because it's about to be an international incident. Oh, shit. Why? Because a white girl's fighting a a Japanese girl? Is she Canadian, maybe? Mickey? Mm -hmm. Oh, I don't know. Maybe Maybe she is. Maybe that's what it is. She's Canadian or something like that. But anyways, while you're looking that up, Andrew, is there any chance on earth Mickey James can beat Asuka? No. Because someone has to eventually beat her, right? No, but this is... No, I told you what this is already. This is NXT, or WWE, not having faith in any of the other women on the roster right now. Yeah. but that, that And way- secondly, it's also because NXT has done a poor job of building any other person up on the roster. Mm-hmm. That's really the problem. They haven't built anyone up to convincingly make anyone think that they this that like any of these wrestlers could beat Asuka. Well, that I think that might be a problem with all their champions cuz once someone wins, they fucking hold it forever too. Yeah. Finn Balor was a champion forever. 
You know, right. Nakamura is going to be a champion forever. Samoa Joe is just a guy to be able to get the championship to Nakamura. Pretty much. Uh, so Mickey James is, no, she's from Virginia. Okay. So she's not even Canadian. So I don't understand. The- yeah, so I don't understand the international incident either. But back to Mickey James, I'm, I'm just saying. But look, she they, be- they have to give her a feud, right? I mean, we can't. We can't you would hope keep so. Her being excited about well, she Asuka needs to show up to the Molly She needs people. to show up to NXT before Toronto. Yes, I agree. And do something. No more promos from her backyard. No, from her grandma's house. Now, Mickey James was. She's no Sasha Banks or anything like that. Like she was around the time where the women wrestlers would have five minute matches. You know, can she put on a good performance? Sure. Will it be to the likes of Bailey or anybody else that's fought Oscar again? She's not on. She's not on their level. No. Okay. Uh, in fact, you can actually you can't because they got rid of it on the network. But her WrestleMania match where she fought Trish Stratus. Now her biggest thing was her gimmick. She was like she came out. She was her whole gimmick in WWE was she was a fan of Trish Stratus. Like she was. She was like a fan in the crowd, and then she was like able to like meet her backstage, and then she became this like psycho fan of Trish, like spying on her, stalking her, and everything, and wanting to be her. Creepy. And it would it would freak Trish out. Then she became a wrestler, and then was still freaking Trish out. And then she turned heel on Trish because, um, you know Trish Stratus just didn't want to like shower with her or whatever. Like you know it was like crazy shit like that. Hey, and like Mickey James, this whole thing was it was like a lesbian thing basically. So she's going to try to make out with Asuka, maybe? No, no, this was just, no, because clearly that gimmick's gone. You saw it in her promo. She's not crazy Mickey James anymore, you mm. know? Okay. But, no, so in their WrestleMania match, and this is all deleted from the network, they cut it all out, but the match is still on, is on the network. You could watch it, but they cut out two things. They cut out Trish Stratus, Trish Stratus' finisher, do you know what it was? No. She would grab her by the head. The satisfaction. But do you know what it is? No. Okay, so she grabs her head and then she jumps off the... Like, she she jumps on the top rope and then leaps off and it's like a bulldog. Okay. So, you know, it's it's all right. But from the top rope? Yeah, well, she would be on the... She'd be on the ape... Like, she'd be in the ring and Mm. then just, like, jump her legs and bounce off the top rope and then do it. Oh, okay, okay. So the, the opponent never, like, leaves... Like, doesn't go up there, too, you know? Okay. So in the match, she's getting ready to do that to Mickey James. Well, Mickey James grabs her by the pussy, just like Donald Trump. Whoa! She grabs her pussy, and then that freaks out uh, Trish. And then Mickey James does this. She does like the pussy symbol uh, and like pretends to like you know lick. She does the V weird. on the mouth and is like ah <laughs> creepy. And then. She goes for a bull. She Mickey James decides she's going to do Trish's move to her, so she goes for the satisfaction, but she botches it so bad. It's a terrible botch. So she like, like she tries to jump and hit the ropes, but she misses. So they just fall down. So they decide screw it, and Mickey James just kicks her in the head and pins her, which is what Oscar does now. <laughs> Interesting. Wow. So why the fuck did they even write that? That sounds incredibly. Uh... Well, it's all like yeah, like the the grabbing her vagina is not even on the network anymore. Like they skipped all that. They cut around it. Yeah, but no way she freelanced that because if she freelanced that, she probably would have been fired. That was right. something they probably wrote in. Right. Well, that was the Attitude Era. 
Interesting. Now they got rid of it because it's not the Attitude Era anymore. Well, I, I think you could have the Attitude Era without some aspects like that. Like, that's just over right. too much. Oh, but dude, haven't you seen the like the videos of Sable and Tori Wilson making out? Well, that's a different type of too much. That's a good too much. <laughs> yeah. So that was that's Mickey James. Yeah, I mean, she could put on a good enough match. You know, she could have one good match, I'm sure. Okay, so, I mean, so there's no way you think that this could turn into a feud? Well, Mickey James is not going to win. You think there's a? You think you're asking why, me that? I'm just saying. No, why but that's what you're asking. One match. What? Yeah. Why bring her in for as a ringer? Just one match. Because they have they because NXT did not build up any other woman. So they're going to keep on bringing people in every six months. No, I think after this, then they will build up someone. <sighs> well, but I hope so. I'm guessing Billy Kay will fight Oscar next or something or Peyton Royce. Uh, someone, someone has to give her a test. Cause Billy Kay, probably. I'm, ti- I'm tired of Oscar coming out. It'll probably be Billy Kay, people. but Billy Kay will never get built up enough to be able to beat Oscar. So I'm. Ge- it has to be Ember Moon. Well, she needs to beat her soon. Why? I'm tired. I'm tired of Oscar winning. Why? I don't know. I. I don't uh, think Oscar's going to the main roster that soon. Like maybe this time next year, but I think it'll be a while. After three, four matches. First of all, we've only seen like one match with Ember Moon. Where the hell has she been? Yeah, well, she had the one match to take over, and then she had another match here. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, and then that was it. Hmm. It's got to be Ember Moon's the next one. I mean, maybe maybe it'll be Billy Kay, but that would be terrible. Or maybe Billy af- Kay's a terrible wrestler. Maybe after this match with Mickey James, maybe that's when Ember Moon comes out, stuns Oscar or whatever. Maybe. Maybe I don't yeah. know. Wishful thinking. Hmm. All right. So next up, we go backstage, and Paul Ellering is busy pumping up his Samoans. When uh, now are we one hundred percent sure they're Samoan? I mean, no. <laughs> okay. I, I, but I'm, I, I'm like ninety percent sure. Okay. Well, didn't say, they say there were Samoans? I don't know. I'll, I'll say, I'll save this question until after you read, read what happened. All go right. Ahead. So he's pumping up his guys, and then the hot girl interviewer. I forgot her name. Hot That's girl. not Charlie. No. No. They never say. So how the fuck am I supposed to know who they are? So anyway, she asked Paul Ellering if he's pleased with the progress of his team. And he says, I have a plan and a strategy and my boys will execute that. And then he says that they will beat Rich Swan and No Way Jose in the next round, which would make Josh and I very happy. And then the two muscle-bound freaks speak Samoan, I'm guessing, and then they all walk away. Okay. Well, my question was: Is if there's anybody out there in the audience that could translate that, I'd love to know. I'd love to know what the hell they're saying. That would be yeah. nice. Are they just saying random words and whatever language they're speaking? Uh-huh. Are they trying to, you know, say something actually appropriate for the moment? Right. I'd love to know. It sounds like complete complete gibberish. Huh? Does it sound like a language, Andrew? No. Exactly. It sounds like they're just saying blah 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 blah. <laughs> Whatever the fuck, it, uh, it annoys me. Well, yeah, I mean, it should. I'm, Are you I'm trying, trying to, to look, look up a yeah. Samoan. Yeah. Well, it says one of them was like born in the Netherlands. Oh Jesus! So he's Swiss? No, no way, right? I mean, maybe. I mean, you could be like born somewhere else, but still be. You know what I mean? He's a Samoan, a Samoan refugee. Uh, let's see here. He went to the Netherlands. 
<sighs> but sigh. No, but he's got like the Samoan tattoos. I mean, they have the Samoan tattoos. That's like That's the tattoos that The Rock has and stuff. That's racist. Yeah, okay. I don't know. Oh, uh, one of them was in was in MMA. Interesting. Again, if anybody can translate, Andrew and I would be greatly appreciated. Yeah. Appreciative. Because it sounds uh, like complete gibberish. I guess. I don't know. I give up. I'm still going to say they're, they're, that they're Samoan. <laughs> I so, can't think of what else they would be, I guess. Yeah. I mean... They have to be. That was a, That's a Samoan tattoo. They're too big for Mexicans. <laughs> right. That's racist. Don't laugh it at is. that. It is racist. But you said it. So, uh, anyways, our main event... I don't know why it's our main event, but... Mustafa Ali and Lince Dorado versus Kota Ibushi and TJ Perkins, which is another, it's round one of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Again, I don't know why TJ Perkins is here. And I guess he forgot his cruiserweight title. Why did he not come out with his cruiserweight title? That's the only cool thing about you is that you're a champion. You dabbing like an idiot. Ugh. Well. And his yeah. stupid entrance music. I like the interest music. No. I don't like anything else about the way he comes out. But like no, the it's music. terrible. No. And his mannerisms. Health points. Also, um, I learned something oh. about Ibushi. I didn't know he was gay. Um, <laughs> no, I know the moment. You know what I'm match, talking about. Matt, you're talking about. Of course. He looked like he was humping. Yeah. Uh, yes. He looked like he was humping? He was jumping up and down. He was. That was very, very strange. No, but then, like, the third time he did it, he even, like, shaked his butt, like, oh, we're fucking now. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, man? Talk about a finisher. But have you ever watched, like, Japanese matches online? They do a lot of gay stuff. Really? They do a lot of gay stuff like that. They do. No, it's really that. weird. No, like they'll but grab I know each the other's exact like they'll grab each about. other's dicks and stuff. What? Like it's and like and like you could see like the outline of their dick. They're actually grabbing each other's like it's weird what? shit. I don't know what the fuck's going on in Japan. Are you sure you're not just watching some type of weird <laughs> some porn? porn? <laughs> no, because there's no there's no money shot in the end. There's like a pinfall and then that's it. <laughs> weird. No, and it's not like I'm looking for Japanese matches, but it'll either someone will post like, look at this match in Japan, some stupid like on Instagram, and it's like, mm-hmm. what the fuck are they doing to each other? It's weird. <laughs> that does sound weird. Yeah. Yes, that was... I know the exact moment you're talking about. So, Very strange. Uh, yeah, it, you can't even explain it. it you, you just have to see it to understand, oh. like, what the hell happened. And then you'll be just as confused as Andrew it, and I. Yeah, exa- you still won't know what happened. Anyways, Perkins makes Ali tap to the knee bar, which is another lame finisher. Your Do you cruiserweight... think Mustafa Ali knew what was happening? No. <laughs> what the fuck is this guy doing grinding on me? Well, let's get to... Yeah, so that was NXT. Look, I really like seeing Gargano and Ciampa. I like seeing Asuka and and Thea Trinidad. Sure. And, of well, course, Bobby Roode whooping some ass. Yeah, it was nice seeing Bobby Roode come But let's, let's get to some awards, shall we? Worst Why dressed. Not? Worst dressed? Yes. I thought it was the, the new chick that you liked. I thought she looked not... She's cute, sure, but I thought she looked so weird. She looked ghetto. She looked very weird. Uh, dude... Andrew's face alone was probably worth... You're stupid. 
So she was worse, more worse dressed than Mustafa Ali, who had a six-pack shirt on? I didn't mind him. Whatever. His sh- it was like a six-pack shirt. And the weird part, it was like the, the first part of the six-pack's like on his chest. Like, what the hell is going on? For some reason, it kind of reminded me of the stuff that Seth Rollins would wear. I don't know why. Um, yeah, but he at least takes it off when he, re- you know. Oh, you anyway. like your men shirtless, huh? <laughs> okay. So, best dressed... Best dressed would have to be Peyton Royce. Okay. Oh, Lord. That's two weeks in a row for you. Um, Aaliyah knocked off Peyton Royce for me this week. Okay. Dude, her, like, even, like, what she had on her legs, like, it was all, like, you know, it was cool. I can't explain it, I guess. Black stockings, maybe? It was not stockings. You don't think so? No, it was not stockings. What were they? She had the cat ears, and then like her whole outfit oh, was no, like no, no, was no. like stuff was, going across. I was thinking about the other the, the chick that fought Oscar. No. Yeah. No. Okay. Yeah, Aaliyah was. Really you're obviously cool. a Catwoman fan. You must love Halle Wait, Berry. You're not a Catwoman fan. No, I wasn't a Catwoman fan. No, not of Halle Berry. Well, Halle Berry's hot, but that. If movie there's was... any Batman, Batman super villain. So you didn't like was... you, you didn't think Anne Hathaway looked hot in the Catwoman outfit. Uh, Okay, and Hathaway was an exception. Sure, sure, sure. What about um, what about uh, Michelle Pfeiffer? No, no, I wasn't a Michelle Pfeiffer guy. No, I was Uma Thurman, Poison Ivy. Sure, I mean she was hot as Poison yeah. Ivy. Mm-hmm. All right, I don't know what I some I don't I really don't know who you are, Josh Reese. So, so what female supervillain did did you do you like? Is it Catwoman? Sure. So that's your number one, Catwoman. For female supervillains. Mm-hmm. What how, what other ones are there other than Catwoman and and uh, Poison Ivy? Okay. Well, well, oh, okay. Harley Quinn. No, Harley Quinn is my number one. Okay, there you go. And are we talking about cartoons or like? Because I'm overall, not attracted to cartoons. Overall, well, you can think of cartoons. But like Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn is very hot. Yes, like that's awesome. Better than Anne Hathaway is. Better than Catwoman? Anne Hathaway. Yeah, okay. like hotter. You know, yeah. 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 Okay. So, I mean, come on. That's obvious. Yeah. You still take Uma Thurman over Margot Robbie? Mm, yeah. Okay. Wow. What was your worst, mor- uh, worst moment? Uh, worst moment was the gibberish speaking... Um, Samoans. That that whole segment. I don't. I'm done with Paul Ellering. There were a lot of bad. Yeah, there were a lot of bad segments. There was that. There was TM six one. Yeah, but my they were all horrible. The so any of them with Cody Abushi. Yeah, that was mine. Oh, Cody Abushi okay. and Perkins. <laughs> what's your What's well. your rating online? <laughs> what the fuck are you? Ninety nine. Oh, oh come on, bro. Cody uh, would be at the cool kids table. Oh my god. And I'd be sitting there too because I'm a cool kid because I dab. <gasps> no, totally. He wouldn't be very cool in my high school. No, oh no, he'd be such a nerd. He probably would have sat be with getting... me in the losers table. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> what was your best moment? Uh, best moment. I don't know. I mean, I guess it was it was seeing uh, Gargano and Ciampa. Yeah, me too. Them winning. That nothing beats that spear. Best moment, yeah. Spear, yeah. That was there good. Go. I also, I did legitimately like get excited for Thea Trinidad. I was like, "Holy shit!" 
I know. I, well, I saw you post on uh, on the What's Wrong with W. Yeah, I tweeted site. her. You're like, hey, girl, what's up? And she Black liked she liked the tweet. Oh, did she? So she read it. Oh, mm-hmm. She liked go. it. Now you're just like a couple steps away from uh, from being a boyfriend girlfriend, right? I guess so. I think so. I think that's exactly where we're at now. You gonna slide into her DMs? Although I guess she could like it, but I I think she's afraid to like retweet it or anything because it's what's wrong with WWE. Mm. Although it didn't stop Curtis Axel from retweeting it. <laughs> He's at the moment where I don't care anymore. He just does not give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> so, all right, that's all for our awards. Uh, got some news? Oh. No rumors, but just Is this breaking news? I guess, kind of. So WWE announced that the post-Survivor Series SmackDown tapings will also feature a special NXT taping. I don't understand that. So explain to me what that actually means. Which means they're going to film an NXT taping the same night in the same place as SmackDown. Okay. Well, so NXT will be on a bigger stage, like for one of you know the Wednesday show after Takeover. Well, when I originally read this, I thought it meant like SmackDown stars to be on NXT. No. Okay. Well, that's what I was wondering. I was like, wait, so John Cena's gonna be on SmackDown? Oh my gosh! Stupid. That would no, be funny. I mean, seriously, I don't know this, but yeah, this or will... maybe like they might do cross promotion. An NXT guy pops on. Smackdown I mean, sure, that's possible. Yeah, sure. Anyways, this will be the first this time is where that Bobby Roode comes out. This will be the first. No, that's where you do it. Uh, no, you save it for the Rumble if you're going to do it. Uh, but this will be the first time that WB has taped NXT at a Raw or SmackDown show, so that's why it's a big deal. Okay. Well, congrats. Thank you. Why are you congratulating me? I'm congrat. You looked at me. Where am I supposed to look? Congrats, NX in Amorpheus NXT. <laughs> look up. Wherever you are. There you go. Look up. Yeah, that'll work. Also, Austin Aries suffered an injury at a house show in Fresno, California Wednesday night after taking a kick from Nakamura, but it was a real kick right to his eye. In the face! The match was stopped immediately and Aries was helped to the back. The next day, Aries posted a picture of himself with the worst-looking black eye I've ever seen. Oh, he got tore up from the floor. Like, up. in this picture, he can't even see out of his eye. No, it looks like someone hit him like with a tomato can, but like the... the, the top of a tomato can like yeah i mean if you didn't see the picture it looks just like we the scene retweeted. the scene in rocky sure yeah. it looks like the scene in rocky where they have to cut him because his eye is swollen shut like that's mm-hmm. how bad it is he just can't see out of it period so it's gross it's rough yeah so all right so uh let's get some fan questions shall well, we well i did see there was a little bit of other news i guess uh, oh really maybe <laughs> Maybe it's not breaking news because I know we've been talking about it for a while, but I guess the plan is for Asuka, of course, to retain her title at Takeover. <sighs> I, I'm just I'm reading news, all right? No shit, rumors or whatever. No shit. I'm just I'm just reading, all right? We're trying to get news and rumors. I'm helping out. Okay, thank you for the help. No problem. <laughs> Anything else? Like uh, and it, oh, I got a rumor. NXT will have a uh, taping next week, <laughs> and you could watch it on the WWE Network. I don't know. I saw this one about there's like a, a new development for Nakamura, but it's a big long story. I'm not about to read it all. I think I read that too. It's just saying that he's going to stay in NXT a while. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I think we all kind of knew that. 
All right, so yeah, let's get to fan questions, unless you have any more obvious statements to read. (laughs) Uh, Obvious statement. Looks like Bobby Roode is going to win. (laughs) No shit. Uh, Yeah, are we we even going to bother doing predictions for TakeOver? Because it seems like all the matches are super obvious right now. (laughs) Yeah. But they do throw a turn in there every once in a while. I guess. What was the turn last? No, there wasn't one. You won because we all picked the same outcomes, but you picked... You picked um, Asuka, and I picked Bailey. There we go. See? And that was the only difference, and that's why you won. Yeah. So anyways, uh, fan questions from Epic Burko. How long do you think until NXT has another pay-per-view besides TakeOver? Like, they'll start. But see, I don't think they will, necessarily. They would have announced if they were doing one at the Royal Rumble, right? No, he means like when will the when will their pay per views be like stop being called takeover? Oh, like maybe they'll have their own like Hell in a Cell pay per view or oh, something no, like I don't that. Think so I don't think that I think that kind of what separates them yeah. is that they're nothing like the WWE. Me too, and I think yeah, I think they'll keep calling it takeover. Although originally the WWE pay per views they were all called in your house. Were they? Mm-hmm. You know, except for WrestleMania, you know, the, the big four, basically. Well, it, it'll be a while. It, not, not anytime yeah. soon. Because TakeOver, it still, like, makes you feel like NXT's literally taking over and, like, it's a big movement, you know? Yeah, like, that's how it that's makes kinda you feel. that's kind of like their gitch, yeah. their niche right now. Their niche. Because, like, even when they had a TakeOver that wasn't attached to, like, one of these pay-per-views, yeah. TakeOver The End, right? you know, it was still... Take over the end, right? Yeah, so it actually did have a name. It was mm-hmm. the end, but, but it was still but it was still takeover. So yeah. yeah, so I guess you could do takeover Hell in a Cell or something like that if you had if you wanted to, yeah, or had to. I wonder what like their next like gimmick match would be because like they just did a steel cage and that was the first time ever they did a steel cage, right? And they've had a ladder match. They've had a ladder match. I don't know what would be next. Maybe maybe a. Tables? False Count Anywhere. False Count Anywhere. I like False Count Anywhere matches. I wonder if they've done a or, no um, hold bar. No no holds bar. Yeah, but that's just like no DQ, basically. Mm. So anyways, uh this is from Rito. How would you build your perfect diva using any attributes from current or past divas and celebrities? Let's just go with women wrestlers. Well, she would have the body of Trish Stratus, but the size of of um, China, maybe. Really, I, I'm thinking of like the perfect, like the she most wouldn't look so good. No, was that what he means? I thought I he means like, like I would, like I would take like the looks of. Stacy Keebler, but the wrestling ability of like Sasha Banks, like because mm. Stacy Keebler was like my favorite. Like she, I like she's like the hottest woman wrestler I think ever. Wasn't that kind even of though what, she like, wasn't she wasn't a good wrestler at all? But isn't that what like Trish Status was? Someone that was as hot as Stacy Keebler, but also could fucking wrestle really good. I mean, she was good, but like Sasha and Charlotte, they're already better than Trish Stratus in the ring. They are okay, but may, maybe like the. You got to tinker in or add a dose of the flying element from Lita. Yeah. Because Lita could do all the top rope shit. I don't think... Well, so could Charlotte. Well, yeah. Charlotte just does, like, the one. She doesn't have, like, a whole, like, list but of moves that she a... can do from the top rope. She just has, like, the one. It's Okay, but Lita, great, did this, sure. Lita did the one move. Yeah, I thought that she could do more than... Lita did it would do a senton. Okay. And Charlotte's moonsault from the top rope to the outside the ring is more impressive. Yeah. Okay. So, 
Yeah, looks like Stacy Keebler wrestles like Sasha, you know, because yeah. Stacy Keebler's hot. El Wano, what are your feelings about the season premiere of The Walking Dead? Oh. First of all, I think oh. we were all wrong about who they killed. I thought it was going to be Michonne. Who'd you pick? No, I said two people. Because I remember it was going to be two people, and, mm. and it was two people. I said Abraham and Daryl. And you, got, you were one, one for Abraham, two. it was Abraham. Then they teased that it was going to be Daryl because Daryl punched Negan in the face. Yeah, I kind of thought that was it for Daryl. Right, we did, yeah. But then, like, when Negan's like, that's not acceptable. And the only person you could see behind Negan is Glenn. And I was like, oh, fuck, it's going to be Glenn now. And then he just turns, I'm like, no! And it's Glenn. Yeah. I would have preferred it be Daryl, though. Did you think that he was going to chop Carl's arm off? Well, no. I I, I thought he was. I I was like, I bet he stops him. I thought he was totally going to chop Carl's arm off. I was like, oh, shit. Because then Carl's like... Just do it, Dad. I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. Yeah. Carl's such a man. Yeah. I was like, shit. <laughs> that was amazing. That was that was amazing cinema. That, like, two minutes right there when yeah. Rick is, like, going through his mind, like, questioning, I can't do this shit, but I have to do this shit. Ah. And then Carl's like, just do it, Dad. I mean, I'm going to keep watching it. It's almost getting too sad to watch. Like, yeah, that, that was... That episode was... That was brutal. Now, one of the biggest complaints that I heard about this episode was people said that this episode should have been what finished last season and that people sure. were pissed off because it it kicks you in the balls right at the start of the season instead of kicking you in the balls in the last last episode. So you had the whole couple months to deal with this loss. Yeah, but- uh, well, fuck that. I mean, that's stupid. Like, we are all upset at the cliffhanger ending because they they made us feel like we were going to know mm-hmm. what happens, but then they didn't. But it's smart for a TV, like, in a TV standpoint to do a cliffhanger ending because then it guarantees everyone watches the first fucking but, I mean, episode. You, I mean, everyone still would have watched for the aftermath. Like, oh, what happens now that you just beat the shit out of Glenn and and Abraham? What's next? Everyone still would have tuned in. If you just leave if you just leave them at that scene right afterwards, Glenn in the ground, Abraham in the ground, people are still going to watch, but at least they don't they don't have to be shocked like the first thing they see is Glenn. But it and wasn't Abraham the first leaving. thing. It was like there was like two commercial breaks before we fucking well, found out. Well, you know out. what I mean? Like the first episode in is is Glenn and Abraham dying. When's the last time they killed anybody? The first fucking episode. I'm sure they've done it before. I can't think. Definitely not anybody notable. I mean, these are two technically, like, big guys in the show. I mean, Abraham's is... Abraham's not that big of a name. But he's like his like military go-to guy. That's why it had to be, Glenn, had to be like someone his... bigger than Abraham. So it was Abraham to make you think, oh, that's it. It's just Abraham. Mm-hmm. But then he turns around and he kills Glenn, too. But that was Daryl's fault. That was Daryl's fault. Which makes me hate Daryl even more. Fuck Daryl. I'm done with Daryl. He's everyone's favorite, but not mine. Daryl became like a little bitch. I kind of, I mean, I still like Daryl. I used to like like Daryl. He kind of became a little bitch. I like his story and how he turned from a super asshole and standoffish and, you know, he became a real valued member of the team and, you know, now he's going to be stuck with Negan. You're just like the the girls. Like, oh, he's such a bad boy, but he's got the heart of gold. He's a bad boy with the heart of gold. He developed his, his character has had a story and an arc. 
Uh-huh. It wasn't just he's this. He actually developed as a character. It was good. I liked it. The episode was super intense. I thought it was extremely fucking gory. Oh, it I was. When was... Glenn's eye popped out, that was horrible. Oh, but that's that was... what happened in the comics. I thought that was one of the saddest moments ever it was. in the show, too. Especially with uh, pregnant Maggie uh, having uh, to watch. Uh, 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 that's, find you. That's why I hated it, because uh, you're breaking up you know, a marriage or a relationship, and, yeah, and he has a baby. That... Then they show at the end, when Negan's like, you thought you were all just going to sit in a picnic table, and ha-, and like they, then they show Glenn what, what it could have been with I know. Fuck Glenn you. and his, <laughs> Glenn and his Asian son. That was the worst part. It's like, oh, you and fucking Abraham people. And Abraham was there, and oh. Uh, that was awful. Yeah, they were just trolling everybody. They were. <sighs> Fuck that you, was AMC. too sad to see. That no, that was definitely. But so many fancy. I don't. I honestly don't like that. I don't want to be like super depressed. Like from like, I don't want to be that depressed. Like, there's a difference. Like when they killed Sophia season two. Mm-hmm. Like that was sad. But like. The surprise of her being like her being in the barn was such a genius move yeah. that it was like holy shit, this was awesome. Like it's so sad, but it's awesome. Like Glenn dying, and and then them showing like the fantasy at the end of him being with his awful. child. Mm-hmm. There was nothing clever about it, really. It was just just to make you feel as shitty as possible. So so where does this rank in order of sadness? We got we got um, Sophia. This was the dying. saddest moment of the show. Beth, Beth Beth dying, I thought was super sad too. I, I think bef- that was no. I think the, the saddest, saddest moment for me before this was Lori. Lori dying. Carl killing Lori. Well, he didn't kill her. He didn't. No, she died by pregnancy. <laughs> Because they couldn't operate on her well, because Maggie didn't know how. That was rough. I was, I couldn't. Also, because it was Rick's fault that she died, because she didn't kill that one prisoner, and he's the one that let all the zombies out to Mm, attack them. Yeah. So it was all on Rick for failing to do what was necessary. Do what is necessary. I thought, I'm, I was more taken by by Beth Beth dying. You were taken. That was awful. I was taken. Okay. That was awful. I've, I'm still going to watch. I'm still hooked on The Walking Dead. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I also I'm watch. very interested to see how this season goes. Yeah. Because... I, the, well, they're the all slaves goes, now. Yeah, I mean... They're all but, basically slaves. But you know, at the end of the season, just because that's the way it always goes, Rick is going to find a way to best... to best Negan. That's just how it goes. You think it'll be at the end of the season? Well, I mean, eventually it's going to happen. They can't string on because this will go. This will go to like years. early December. Mm-hmm. Then it's going to come back in like February, and then the last eight episodes will be in February. You know. Well, it'll it'll happen before the season end. I imagine. You think Negan will be dead before the season's over? I like think fifteen so. episodes from now? I think so. I, don't know. I mean, how long do you think this plot lasts? Dude, the governor lasted two seasons. Yeah, but it was two different seasons. Yes. I, I could, okay, what do you mean? Well, well, I could see, I could see Rick finding a way to to end his feud with Negan. This He's gonna. I don't think so. I don't think so. He's the biggest villain that the show. I mean, it's the biggest villain in the comics. But they always create. So he's got to be better than the governor. He's got to last he longer is than, the governor. than the governor. Negan I know, but, is a legit fucking insane, scary. Person. But they can't come up with a solution to defeat Negan faster than the governor. You don't think so? No, I, I think he's next season. Well, I'm interested interested to see how the storyline with Carol and and Morgan works out because those because that's the they're not the saviors. What are they? The 
The Hilltop people? They're not the Hilltop Morgan? people either. Oh, the Kingdom. Morgan and Carol? The Kingdom. Yeah. Yeah, because I imagine they're going to be the ones that are fighting with Rick against Negan. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure. So I'm, I'm interested to see how that develops. Me too. And how that works. Well, you know, the, where's tomorrow's, that lion come into play? The next episode... Tiger, whatever. The next episode is just about the Kingdom. Okay. So Negan and Rick are not even in the next episode. Well, no, but I don't like that. Like, you could have half the episode be them in the kingdom. But the AMC loves to do, or The Walking Dead love to do the separate episodes like that. Because it saves money. But, you know, whatever. (laughs) You don't have to pay Rick 18 episodes. Yeah. Only pay him six. Right. Yeah. Like, they did that a lot with the governor and shit, and Rick was, like, only in half the season. I was like, what the fuck? This show's about Rick in the end. So what did you think about Negan overall? He's terrifying. Terrifying, right? Yeah. You way- saw Watchmen, right? I did. I he, didn't realize that that was the same person until he, someone brought that he up. He got that role because of how good he was in Watchmen. Yeah. Because he's basically the same character. Yeah. In Watchmen, he was the comedian, a murdering psychopath oh. that makes jokes while he kills you. In The Walking Dead, he's, he's a, a murdering psychopath, psychopath that makes jokes while he kills you. Yeah. His jokes are not that funny. Well, they are, but you don't want to laugh at them because no. you feel terrible at the time. Now, what's his right-hand man's name? Because I actually like him. I can't remember who oh. it is. Oh, da- no. It's the one that captured Daryl. Yeah. No, that- no, not Dwight. Not Dwight. Dwight. No, no, not not the redneck with a crossbow. Oh. The one with the, the mustache. The bald one? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I thought he was cool. Like in the last episode last year, well, like, hey, if this is your last day on Earth, make sure to hug your people. Oh, um, did you ever play Grand Theft Auto Five? No. No? Mm-mm. He's the voice of one of the main characters in Grand Theft Auto Five. Really? And it's funny because they made, and he looks like the character, he kind of looks like the character in Grand Theft Auto Five too, <laughs> uh, who was Trevor, who was a murdering psychopath. Oh, <laughs> <And that's it. coughs> but you get to play as him. A lot of symmetry. But he's the best part of Grand Theft Auto Five because he's so funny. Really? Yeah. Hmm. So that was our, like, that seemed I was like a like, 10 minute Walking Dead review. Yeah, I think. Oh, shit, I don't even think we got into half of it. Yeah, so... Walking Dead was amazing. Maybe we should review Walking Dead every... <laughs> well, it'd be a day before the actual show comes on again. Well, yeah, we'd have to like do it Monday or something. Yeah, yeah I don't know. Uh, Nick Wyman, did, uh, where did you guys go to college, and what was your favorite moment from college? I went to oh. U of H, and my favorite moment was... Like, not a specific moment, but my last semester I had the most fun because I had four classes that were all media production related. So one class was, like, TV2. Another class was just media production. Like, everything involved filming and editing movies, and I love that. So it was so much fun doing that. Where did you intern? I didn't. Oh, you never interned? No. Okay. I Mm -hmm. had to intern. I actually uh, did not go. I did not finish college. I went to uh, Alvin Community College here in, uh, okay. here in uh, Alvin, Texas. Oh, you used to live in Alvin? No, I used to, tra- I used to travel. Holy shit. Yeah. Why'd you go to Alvin? Because like, when I was looking You could have went schools, to Wharton. Where the fuck is that? Wharton's all over. They have many. Well, I was looking for schools that were like really good in, in broadcast journalism. And oh. like when I looked, people were, I saw so many people talk about how good Alvin was. Was it? Yeah, I liked it. Really? It was pretty oh, good. They have their right. own radio station there on campus, too. Okay. Uh, Casper Massey, F. Mary Kill, Eric Young, Rich Swan, and Ty Dillinger. Oh. I thought we didn't do dudes anymore. I guess we're back to dudes. So F. Mary Kill, Rick, 
Rick- I'd fuck Dillinger in the ass just to humble him. <laughs> just to humble him. <laughs> You're not a perfect man I'm, anymore. I'm killing Rich Swan. Rick, Rich Swan. Well, yeah, yeah. No, I guess I'm effing Eric Young because he's crazy. I wouldn't want to be married to that nut job. I guess I'm marrying Dillinger. Well, if you marry Dillinger, at least you'll have a good life. You'll always probably be healthy and... Perfect 10. Perfect 10. But yeah, definitely kill Rick Swan. Uh, Krell Johnson, if you were forced to switch lives with one of the current NXT male superstars, who would it be? Is this even a question? Bobby Roode? Glorious! Yes. Glorious! What about WWE Superstar? I'd want to be John Cena. Oh, because you'd want to bang Nikki Bella? Yeah. Maybe not to have like the 24-7 life that that uh, John Cena has, but I'd love to be John Cena just for a night. Imagine the stamina that No, no, no. That you have to be has. them forever. Forever? I guess. Maybe I'd just quit all my media obligations and fuck Nikki all the time. <laughs> I I'd have amazing so. stamina. You'd have more media obligations if you're John Cena. I know. I would. I'd hope I'd quit them. Oh, okay. Just drop f bombs. What about you? Who's your WWE guy? You'd be Zack Ryder. Zack Ryder. No, I'd actually want to win sometimes. Um, <laughs> Dean Ambrose. Uh probably Seth Rollins. Hmm. Do your Seth Rollins laugh? I don't. I'm not, it's not a good one. It's not a good imitation. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I I do love his his, his what do you call that a cackle? Yeah, kind of cackle. Yeah. <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> That's it like the sick. Joker. That's <laughs> the like a penguin. bad Joker. <laughs> it's like the Joker you'd never want to see uh, ever. <laughs> uh, Jason Deeram, what if Johnny Knockout got the spot instead of James Ellsworth? Would have been a great lead into the Chrisley's nose dicks. Who's Johnny Knockout? Johnny Knockout's the one that says, "I like big sweaty men." Oh shit! Yeah, <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Barry, Barry Kerrigan, how would Doc, uh, John Cena, Doctor of Thugonomics character, do in NXT today? He would do great. I mean, just like he did on SmackDown when he was Thugonomics Cena. Mm. Do you think if he eventually turns heel, does he go back to Thugonomics? Or is he, is he a new character altogether? A new character. Mm. I mean, I wouldn't mind him going back to Thugonomics, but I would think it'd be a new character altogether. I mean, well, do you think he would be a better heel as Thugonomics or as a new character? No, he doesn't have to be Thugonomics to be the heel. Mm. No, I, I would say a new character, like similar, again, because he's so similar to Hulk Hogan anyway, but similar to how Hogan was when he went when he changed and went to NWO, mm. you know? I mean, it's that easy. It really is. It doesn't even take that much thought. Do you think the heel turn ever comes? I don't know. I don't think it ever comes. I think he ends his career probably as superstar John Cena. Probably because they could still sell, just like they still well until they fired Hogan for making racist comments, but they were still selling Hulkamania T-shirts. Mm-hmm. But they still sell NWO T-shirts. It, I'm done. I don't want to talk about it anymore. It's too upsetting. You could turn him heel, and then the people that hated John Cena would all of a sudden buy John Cena T-shirts. Are they? Do you think they're worried that it would not go over well? No, they're worried about the children. That like all the all the merchandise. All the exactly. <clears throat> oh Lord, I think I just upset Andrew. He's gonna have an aneurysm over here. Um, and then Jason also asked, "Can Austin do a Dark Knight Joker monologue?" Oh my God! Ah, Jesus! I don't know. You have to think of a short one because you're gonna hurt. Your I'll just voice do a quote. Day. Why so serious? There you go, McMahon. McMahon. No, that's that's Jesse. Um, 
You want to know how I got these scars? My father was a drinker and a fiend. And one night, he comes home crazier than usual. Mama gets the kitchen knife to offend herself. And well, he doesn't like that. Not one bit. What? So, me watching, he takes the knife to her, laughing while he does it. He turns to me and he says, why so serious? And I said, what? He comes at me with the knife. Why so serious? He puts the blade in my mouth. Let's put a smile on that face. So, there you go. I'm dizzy now. I do like the ads of what. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Gotta do something. I don't great. know. That was a good uh, one, Andrew. Good and one. then he asked, can Chris Lee do the King of the Ring Austin Jesus. Oh, oh, my God. Wow. No, I don't want to do that. Next time. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe next yeah, time. Yeah, but the problem is you're the only one that does voices on this podcast. Well, and it's exhausting. Yeah. No, it takes a lot out of you. Yes. Uh, Narenda Bond, what are your favorite and must-listen-to podcasts in general? And do you listen to any other wrestling podcasts? Uh, um, I, I mean, I like How Did This Get Made, although I only listen to it if I've seen good. the movie. Same. And their last, like, Same. ten recaps, I haven't seen the fucking movie. I've wondered, I've even wondered, like, what the fuck are these movies? Oh, I know. I've never even heard of them. Like, they did, like, one, I guess that was Vampire Academy. And I tried to listen to one that was... That I didn't see the movie on, and I right. just couldn't follow it because I was like, I don't understand any of these things that are going on. Right. I don't really listen to any other podcasts religiously, although I just started listening to the Jim Cornette Experience. That's good. That's a wrestling is, podcast. Yeah, it is a wrestling. Yeah. Uh, I do listen to one religiously. I like it. It's if you like comics and like uh, comic movies and stuff like that. Uh-huh. Uh, listen to it is where is it the Weekly Planet. And it's two guys from uh, Australia, and they talk about comic book movies. Oh, and really? Times. It's really funny. All right. Antonio Dominguez, which WWE superstar would you want to see on Lip Sync Battle? I say Kane singing Do You Believe in Love by Cher. I don't watch Lip Sync Battle, so I, I don't care. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I don't I'd watch like that show. All, I'd like to see Austin do it there. Bam. Okay. Uh yeah, there you go. This is for you, Josh. I think Brian uh, Brian uh, Condi, F. Mary Kill. Oh yeah, Josh edition. Hmm. Nia Jax, Tamina, Awesome Kong. What the hell is an Awesome Kong? Uh, let me show you. Sounds like a dude. I don't want to. I don't want to. It's uh. It's um. Sex any dudes. It's Karma. Did you ever see Karma? Karma sounds. Oh, that's no. So you're killing her. <laughs> Well, we found a lady I don't like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess we would kill Karma. Uh-huh. I guess I would fuck Tamina and marry Naya. All right. There we go. Yeah. Can't have be babies Cor- with Naya. Uh, can't be Corleone. Oh, we have such cute babies, too. Okay, enough already. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about our future life together. Yeah, it's going to be great. White picket fences. Can't be Corleone. Has NXT lost its charm? In my opinion, I believe so. Nothing so far has kept me wanting to rush home and watch. F- and watch. Finn was even getting boring by the end of his run as champion. I think Bobby Roode and Gargano and Ciampa are the main reasons I watch. Well, I think the problem with NXT right now is that there's not enough, um, you know, 
uncertainty. You know exactly what's going to happen. Yeah. Asuka's going to come out. She's going to come out and beat the shit out of someone. Five minutes. That's it. There's not enough. Oh, my God. Intrigue. Yeah. Everything you kind of expect. Nakamura comes out. Beats up somebody. Right. Same with Samoa Joe. Yeah. I want but at more, least Samoa Joe can cut a good promo. He can cut a good promo. But, I, I mean, I want more unpredictable. Yeah, training. no, exactly. Yeah. Uh, Christian King. Anybody else agree Nakamura is overrated? He kicks and kicks and kicks. Well, Christian, you must have not have been listening to this podcast very long because, yeah, yeah we're not big Nakamura fans in the no, ring either. He's the Roman Reigns of, uh, of NXT. Because he doesn't do any moves. Yeah. Do some wrestling moves. And then uh, Robert uh, Sasco, can you slap Josh again? What? Hmm. Why do you want to slap me, Robert? I, I don't. I don't know. I thought we were friends. Oh, because I did slap you last week. Remember? Yeah, it fucking hurt. I, that's remember why I want to know. Remember when you... I did this? Hey, ah, shit! <laughs> Fuck, dude, warn me before you fucking slap me. Sorry. All right, here it comes. You ready? No. All right, fine. No. Okay. Rape me. Rape you? No, you. That's like you rather me rape you than slap you. That's like raping. Oh, Josh, slapping me against my will. That's like raping me. I don't want that. Oh yeah, that kind of that kind of. I hate when people do that. I mean, it's not like I get slapped or anything, but when people touch me without me wanting that, I get upset. Yeah, it's like rape. No, thank you. Just say no. So still got a ways to go before takeover Toronto. Hopefully, Mickey James will show up in the flesh and get out of her backyard. (laughs) <laughs> right? Yes. But until then, make sure you subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star review. You can also listen to the show on YouTube and check out our WWE bad lip reading videos as well as our pay-per-view uh, video recaps at Shafted Cinnamon Pisano. And you can also go to our new website, what's wrong with WWE.com, has the memes of the week, bios, and every recap you can see on there. As well as that's, I also post, you know, our best dressed awards and worst dressed awards. So Aww. go check it out there. And please donate to us on patreon.com slash what's wrong with WWE. So far, uh, these donations are not enough for us to buy TNA. So <laughs> you guys really got to step, step it up. I mean, come on. All it just takes is a few pennies a month. I think so. Instead and, of giving to UNICEF, give to the What's Wrong with WWE podcast. Yes, yes. For a few pennies a month, don't feed you those, can help us. Don't feed those hungry children. Because help it's us not buy going a wrestling. to hungry children anyways. Yeah. Feed Andrew and I. Josh is really passionate about this. I am. I understand. When you donate to a charity, 90% of that money does not even go to the fucking charity. Oh, looks like you learned something on last week's podcast. Oh, what did y'all talk about last week's podcast? No, on, on the SmackDown and Raw recap, we we talked about how like the Susan G. Coleman for cancer, Oh yeah, they no, donate very those little. Those are complete scams. Yeah. But if you donate to the w- What's Wrong with WWE podcast, that's not a scam. You, you know where that money's going. 100% of that money. That money's going to my mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. And then also like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter and Vine and Instagram at What's Wrong WWE. You can also follow me on Twitter at Andrew Pisano and Josh is at Mr. Joshua. Thank no you, need, Andrew. No need to thank me, okay? I appreciate the plug. Okay. So how should we end this show? We should end this show the same way we always do. Ryback rules. I thought you were going to do like Pinky in the Brain. Same thing we do every night, Pinky. Try to take over the world. I didn't watch Pinky in the Brain as a child. See, guys, do you see what I have to deal with? 
people? Do you see what I have to deal with every week? What? You liked Animaniacs? Yes. No. What did you watch? I was a Cartoon Network guy. Like what? Like Dragon Ball Z and SWAT Cats. I love SWAT Cats. Those were amazing. Okay, Josh. What? You didn't like SWAT Cats? I don't even know what SWAT Cats is. What? More like tw- what? More like no. Twat Cats. Oh my God! Seriously, you don't know what SWAT Cats were? More like Twat Cats. No, 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 no. Andrew, seriously, you don't know what SWAT Cats are? No, I'm googling it now. Oh yeah, I've heard of them. What? I yes. never watched it. They were amazing. There were cute, cute <laughs> fur-lined kittens in a fighter jet. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Uh... Pew, 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 pew. They used to fly around the city in their F-18. It was amazing. But they were cute and cuddly kittens. You know they're not real, Josh, right? It was a cartoon, but still, it was amazing. It was one of the greatest shows ever created. Why don't you talk about how amazing it was for the next five minutes? All right. Well, we got time. Sure. Well. Just kidding. Bye.